Hello and welcome. It's time for your near perfect pitch. It's episode 145. This week's episode is brought to you by Damien O'Neill and the Milk Chocolate Digestive. Yes, Damien O'Neill, him, lead guitarist of The Undertones and That Petrol Emotion and uh, solo artist extraordinaire. Going to be talking to Damien at the end of the programme and playing records off Damien O'Neill and the Monotones Refit, Revise, Reprise LP, which has just been released on Dimple Discs and playing three tracks from that. Amongst all our regular special features, we'll also be uh, delving into a whole ton of new releases amongst other things. Stay tuned, lots of goodies, and I'll get more articulate as the show goes on. Yeah. 
That's Massage, they're from uh, Los Angeles, and that's their latest and greatest, perhaps a teaser for a new LP, Massage, theband.bandcamp.com. And we kicked off the programme with something from 1989, a single from uh, the Jesus and Mary chain from the LP, Automatic, and uh, Blues from A Gun. Time for a special feature already in the roster of the programme. Uh, hang on a second here, the cat's just jumped on the uh, the old board here. Um, that's that's just how professional near perfect pitches. I've got uh, Clover now joining me uh, at the desk here. Now um, coming up next, as I did mention, it's tune this. This is the day disinfected version by the the original version appears on 83's Soul Mining. Um, we've got other special features if you're new to the program, which is great which means you've got 144 episodes to catch up on. Weekly Peel this week is uh, is Loop. We've got uh, this week's Essential Wax, which is Chirin Breaks. Obligatory Fall oh, track this week, of course, is a track by The Fall. Got a hat trick this week, which is rather nifty. Cover Me this week is uh, is Devo doing some Neil Young. And look, I've got a text. And, of course, the interview with uh, Damien O'Neill at the end of the programme. So now it's time for our uh, tune this. So uh, parade around with reckless abandon to this belter.
No more barriers, no more walls. That is Time for Action, their latest release called United in the City. Title track to the United in the City EP, Time for Action, MCR.bandcamp.com. That's Dermo's band, Dermo, ex-frontman of uh, Northside. That's his latest uh, band, Time for Action, who've been kicking about for quite some time. And that, again, is their latest single, United in the city top top tune that and uh, preceded by this week's tune this which was the disinfected version of the thus this is the day another special feature now it's this week's weekly peel we're going to go back and harp back all the way to 1987 august the 19th here's some loop
patience is such a fragile thing to try to support the weight of. It's not that I don't think that my point of view is valid. It's just that I can't stand the sound of my own patterns. They always look backwards from the way that I Magnificent stuff. That's the Beths from Auckland, New Zealand, of course, and their latest single. That's a tune entitled Dying to Believe, the Beths, nz.bandcamp.com. They are a brilliant outfit. And before that, the weekly peel this week, going back to August the 19th, 1987, Rocket USA. And that is a loop that you just heard. Let's go to a 2011 right now and a download single uh, from Radiohead. It was a download single that uh, was uh, very well received, as is all their stuff. Brilliant stuff. Daily Mail. Keep 
single from last month that's the shacks from new york and you can follow them at the shacksband.bandcamp.com that's a tune called wings and that as i say is from last month before that from 2011 radiohead daily mail that is an absolute clanner of a tune and uh, we're what are we eight songs into the 30 here near perfect pitch episode 145 don't forget that uh, the pitch as we are called um, we're on social media instagram facebook twitter do follow us at near perf or at near perfect pitch depending on which one you wish to follow here is uh, the first of a series of releases as done by jar wobble and uh, you can get all this information at jarwobble.bandcamp.com so it's the first in a series of lockdown releases and this one is called lockdown <laughs> Thank you. 
Sing Sing, and that is Sing Sing from 2002's The Joy of Sing Sing LP and a song called Tegan. Sing Sing uh, consisted of uh, Lisa O'Neill and Emma Anderson, ex of Lush, in case you didn't know. Long, long defunct, uh, but uh, uh, a great, great act nonetheless. Again, Sing Sing. And before that, instrumental track by Jar Wobble, first in a series of lockdown releases that he's uh, chucking out through a uh, Bandcamp, so I do follow him at jarwobble.bandcamp.com. Now it's time for this week's uh, essential wax, which is Turin Breaks.
second of two songs off this week's Essential Wax, which is, in this instance, if I can get my act together here, is Turin Breaks. The Optimist from 2001 released on uh, Source Records their debut WLP. Turin Breaks are Ollie Knights and Gail Parijanian. This record was self-produced and was nominated for the Mercury Prize, no less. And I must, must share with you that Essential Wax, every week on Near Perfect Pitch, is brought to you dutifully by our wonderful friends at everythingindieover40.com. Lots of stuff going on there in the wacky world of retro music. It's going to make you feel young, it's going to make you feel old, it's going to make you feel involved, it's going to make you feel happy. Get involved with the polls, get involved with the uh, with the banter, and uh, join a community much like Near Perfect Pitches, i.e. people who love their music. Up next, Baby Rattlesnakes.
I wouldn't even notice the fact that I've been in and out of touch with my five senses In another state of consciousness What is this? Don't even smoke but I'm lighting a ziggy Social potions have got me tripping The heat on my face has brought me back Now release the gas and begin to chat your host this evening, yet again, I've come again, so I come to the usual order of things, except this time I got lucky, seemed to find a friend, a blessing, in the midst of the arsen, of a routine one off blower, yeah she is nice, yeah what a night, what a result, we're getting on like good and proper, sat down opposite me, it's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, I fell short with the expression of a typical thought when the thought came in, makes contact, warm welcome back, give this nice girl a lighter back, Pretend like I've never been branded I just hope that a good one in Next minute, just about with it She invites me to go back in Chaos in the midst of The dark room of your local guide Exchange of top vibrations Standing side by side Exchange words, observations Will argue to full-time passes by Tick-tock Tick-tock Yeah, she is nice, yeah What a night, what a result We're getting on like You and brother don't have to try Lovely with absolute sincerity We're getting on so very well and then The next bit knee deep at the bar I spot a shark who fancies a try Your eyes look down and blink as he steps up Another classic case of a standoff Emitting frequencies we cannot see But speaks very, very loudly Anger, tension, sexual venom I stand before him, raise my palm Heart to heart, toe to toe To be related that out of the door of the gap that's that Close call that off the attack On a merry way and we ain't got scratch It's scary, little too hairy I can see that it should do that Forgive it, let's go, let's go now Can I assist you getting home? She politely smiles, invites me Shots roll to the gate, says Mate, going out tonight was perfect So very fucking worthy No sticky fingers, pervert What does it take to be fit and worthy, eh? Do you really have to make a move? Yeah, she was nice, mate. What a night, what a result. Proper lovely human being, even tire result. Worthy cause, getting stuck in with that horrible bloke. I got lucky in the sense that I found a friend. Well, there you have it. That's uh, Ladybird. They're from Kent. That's Get Lucky. And that's their latest single. Before that, Team Picture from Leeds, teampicture.bandcamp.com. And uh, a tune called Baby Rattlesnakes. Two new releases in a row. Now it's time for yet another new release. History Has Its Eyes on You by Mystery Jets off the new and seventh LP, A Billion Heartbeats. Story in a rhyme, baby, in time it'll be. 
haters kill your vibe Just smile and blow a kiss How we coexist They can't shame you if you fight So join the line, girl, and resist Always listen to both sides Take pride and keep those fires lit
This week's obligatory fall ah, is Hot Aftershave Bop, the B-side to 1986's Living Too Late. And preceding that was History Has Its Eyes on You by Mystery Jets off their new LP, A Billion Heartbeats. That's their seventh LP. And uh, let's see what's coming up next on this wonderful list of to-dos here. Yes, it's Brian Jonestown Massacre. Get your ears around this.
Liverpool's The Banshees with their second single, Tell Me Everything. That is brand new stuff. And before that, from 2017's Don't Get Lost, that's the Brian Jonestown Massacre with a tune called Resist Much, Obey Little. I like that. Next up, one more song before we get to our hat trick. I thought I'd play some Smiths for you. Some 
girls, mothers are bigger than other girls, mothers. Some girls are bigger than others. Some girls are bigger than others. Some girls, mothers are bigger than other girls, mothers. As Antony said to Cleopatra As he opened a crater veil Oh, I said Some girls are bigger than others Some girls are bigger than others Some girls' mothers are bigger than other girls' mothers Some girls are bigger than others Some girls are bigger than others Some girls' mothers Bigger than other girls and mothers Johnny Mars guitar, stunning stuff. Smiths, some girls are bigger than others, off The Queen Is Dead. Now it's time for our weekly hat, 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 hat trick. Kicking things off, zero theme, zero theme, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but again, to reiterate, zero theme, but three bangers, as they say, in a row.
track three of three of our hat trick that's Milltown Brothers with Apple Green that's the remix version of said track from 1991 new material by them actually stay tuned uh, new material by Milltown Brothers been released this last week and it is rather rather good Sleeping Pills before that by Suede of 93's self-titled debut and kicking things off with All About Eve their second single from 1986 in the clouds we heard now let's hear something from some uh, Dutch pop merchant, shall we? Here's uh, something by Pip Blom from last year's LP.
Magic. That's a bit of ping pong club for you. That is the title track to last year's Retrospective LP. So you can probably surmise the track is called Retrospective. Before that, Dutch Popsters, uh, Pip Blum, don't make it difficult off last year's Boat LP. Next, it's time for another special feature. It's time for this week's Cover Me. All right, you spud boys, take 88. Get it right.
That's a good one. I haven't played that for a long old while. That's Depth Charge from uh, 1994's Nine Deadly Venoms, a single pulled off that LP. And before that, we heard uh, a rather poor quality uh, sound-wise version of uh, Hey Hey My My by Mr Neil Young, as done by Devo. Best quality I could get you, I'm afraid. Next up, some Catholic action.
That's the Twilight Sad, that is. That's seven years of letters. Before that, we heard Catholic Action with I'm No Artist. That's off there, celebrated by Strangers LP. That's their second LP. And the Twilight Sad track was pulled off 2009's Forget the Night Ahead. Now it's time for our special feature. It's our interview time with Damien O'Neill. Damien O'Neill on the monotones. Damien used to be uh, the lead guitarist in seminal uh, punk popsters, if you like. The undertones and then in one of my favorite bands of the 80s that petrol emotion an absolutely stunning outfit they were led by steve mack on vocals and damien's lead guitar now let's hear a couple of songs that he's chosen off the new record damien o'neill and the monotones refit revise reprise angels in tyconnell street <laughs> Thank you. 
Everlasting Breath. That is a song as chosen by Damien O'Neill, as was the previous song, Angels in Tyconnell Street, both of Damien O'Neill and the Monotones Refit, Revise, Reprise LP, just out on Dimple Discs Records. Over to myself now for a chat with Damien, and I'll be back with one more song off the LP to wrap up this week's programme. Hello. Damien. Darren. I think I figured it out. <laughs> How are you keeping? Good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Are, you, uh, are you suitably bored? Are you keeping yourself busy? No, we keep ourselves busy. Um, so yeah, we're, we're um, we, we, yeah, we get, so we're lucky, we've got a garden. Oh so, yeah, that makes a massive uh, difference, doesn't it? Oh, that makes a big difference. So we're able to get a potter in the garden, especially my wife, actually, she's doing most of it. Um, I carry things for her. <laughs> <laughs> You're the resident lackey, that seems to be my I'm position. The lackey. I'm the resident lackey, indeed. Um, what about yourself? I'm in a very similar circumstance, got two kids at home and just trying to make the most of it, lucky enough to be um, able to work from home, right. but the garden... Yeah, what, age your ki- what age your kids? Oh, the kids are um, 24 and 21. So... Oh, okay, they're, they're more grown up, that's fine. Because I feel sorry for families with younger kids, you know, because they're... Definitely. That's a, that's a struggle to keep them from being really bored. We, we've got a, we've got a, a 20 year old and um, she's, she's just come off from university so she's she's she was really enjoying it there now she's getting bored she's getting really she misses her mates you know and her boyfriend and stuff that's it the social aspect is is, is a massive part of a, a millennial's life more so than it even was for us i think and it's... Oh, de- definitely definitely so i think the novelty's worn off for her and she's starting to really get frustrated but there's nothing we can do we've got over here we've got another well, who knows? Three weeks to go. Oh, maybe. crikey! I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but that that, that seems uh, nominal, to be perfectly frank. Cause... Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, over here, the, the fucking dithering and the mess. The government, you know, you don't trust the government. You, they, they completely, um, they underestimated the seriousness of it and blah blah. blah. You know, it's a joke. It is. Um, it was the bravado. Can- the... Yeah, Canada. I don't know. I don't think Canada seems. They seem a bit more competent over there. I don't think they're as bad as here. They're a lot more competent, to be frank. I mean, I'm watching this with a with a, a Hawkeye, really, because you know most of my family yeah. is still back home, and and uh, I, I, I I compare apples to apples, and it really is quite shocking. Um, oh yeah. And south of the, south of the border is an absolute shit show, as you as you well know. Yeah, totally. I saw totally. people people on the beach in Jacksonville, Florida yesterday, which is just stunning. I just I just can't wrap my little brain around the. Oh, uh, unbelievable! And America is like, yeah, even Trump's encouraging people to protest to get back. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we want our country back. We want our country back, oh, type thing. Unbelievable! Yeah. Unbelievable! And there's yeah, we've seen pictures of um, those right wing nuts outside protesting with their fucking guns and stuff. That is a scary, scary, scary times, you know. It really, really is. It's, it's, it's further polarised somewhere that you didn't think could be polarised yeah. anymore, really. It's absolutely bizarre. But I'll tell you one thing, one thing that is the saving grace, that the only yeah. thing that makes sense in this spinning sphere of lunacy that we occupy <laughs> is, is music. Honest to God, yeah. it's, it's the only thing that makes sense to me. Even football that made nominal sense to me has been taken away from me. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. Music is music. Without music, I honestly don't know what I would be doing to keep sane during the last few weeks. I totally, totally agree. I've been um, not just playing music, but I'm, um, you know, 
sort of creating a bit more of myself again for for maybe my next record. So and that's what's keeping me sane as well, definitely. Oh, good, good. Well, I don't have the luxury of having a creative, uh, creative mind, but I'm, I'm certainly a consumer, and it's been a, a yeah. wonderful time to, to spend more time with, 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 with the tunes that you love and discover more, of course, at the same time by, by having more, yeah. more time on your hands. But this record of yours, you, you must be pretty chuffed with it. It's, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it, it's out. It's out in Craggy. How long is it? It's going to be out in a couple of weeks officially. Well, oh, this one, Love Eileen, you mean? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's more, to be honest, that's more of a, you know, Brian. Brian's been yeah. dealing with that more than me. I mean, I'm just guest, basically, I'm a guest musician on it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I did write, I did write one of the tracks, which is an instrumental track. So, um, uh, which Eileen, Eileen heard and loved and she insisted in putting it on, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm a kind of... You're a gun for hire, aren't you? You're a gun for hire. I'm a gun for... Gun for <laughs> well, actually, I, I don't get paid. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the problem in the whole equation. You need to, you need to sort that out. Uh, well, nobody, musicians don't get paid anymore. Those days are long gone. So, no, I do it for, for pleasure and for the fact that I really like Eileen's songwriting and love her voice, so... Yeah, well, what a voice! I mean, she's got a, got a rare, rare voice. That's that's for sure. And you, you you've done some amazing work over the, over over the years. I've, I've followed your career, of course, since I was a young snot nosed kid in in, in, uh, in 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 that band, as it were. And yeah. uh, and in, in TPE, um, I think I've yeah. seen saw the band. God, I don't know how many times over the course of time saw you saw you live. And uh, I think I think the weirdest place I saw you was Regina, Saskatchewan, with Voice of the Beehive and some. Oh bit. wow. Right. That, that was a wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve. Steve Mack was just standing next to me, taking in the, the, the voice of the Beehive gig. It was rather surreal that gig. I thought. Wow, God. Do you remember that one? God. Yeah, that's what you're going. Oh God. Was that '88 no. or something? I don't know. Something like that. '88, '89, or something like that. Yeah. 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 So, so you say you've been rather busy. Um, are you? Are you listening to stuff or, or buy, buy stuff in terms of creation, craft, crafting your next works? Have you got stuff that, in, in demo stage? Yeah, yeah, that's basically where we are. I'm working on the next, my next solo thing, really. Uh, new stuff and old stuff. It's mainly instrumentals, again. Because, you see, I mean, actually, I have, you have, I have to send you... Um, I'm, I meant to do it earlier. I'll send you uh, the Monotones record. Well, that's uh, what I wanted to talk what, about as well. Of course, I mean the, the monotones records is I'm not, the not files, don't you? The wild files. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just I'm, I'm just one of those um, militants that hates compressed audio. You've got chaps like you who spend so much time to perfect audio, and then people go and compress them. Which yeah, you... no, I absolutely agree. Uh, I'll do. I'll send it. We transfer. That's the best way. Yeah, that's, that's lovely. So I'm, I'm sort of sight unseen here, or sound unheard here, when I'm talking about yeah. this, of course. But you've. Uh, could you talk about the genesis of the record in terms of when the project actually started? Sure. Um, my solo thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, really, it initially stemmed from, I put a solo single out, actually. Yeah. Uh, and two th I'll send you that as well, by the way, because it's kind of very obscure. Um, I did that, let me see, let's get the date up for that, because I was thinking... Are you talking about, night, you're talking about uh, No Flies? Are you, no, are you talking no, about? Are you talking about? Yeah, you talking about? Yeah, no, 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 no. This, this, this is a single that like two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. It's called. It was called Trap in the Cage. Um, yeah, I, 
it was just a two-song ASAP. That was on Overground, but right? On Overground yeah, Records. Yeah, Overground Records. So you, yeah. can, you know about it. Yeah. yeah. That uh, that gave me a lot of confidence actually to to make a soul, an album's worth after that because it, it you know it went out quite well with friends and stuff and yeah and John Esplin from Overground did a great job on it and, you know I was, I was just really pleased it it even got out so um, yeah that gave me the confidence to work on. See, I had a lot of old tracks and demos and stuff. Yes. Songs and it's mainly instrumentals, and uh, I enhanced it basically for, for the, with a view of doing a solo album. Um, and I revisited some old tracks that mainly that I wrote, like um, Love Parade from the Undertones. That's right. You got Normark and Compulsion as well that you reworked. Um, Normark from the Pedals. Yeah, I, I was never, to be honest, I was never that keen on the finished versions of of those those songs especially love parade i always thought i could do you know it could do a lot better um because it's a wee bit overcooked production wise and all that on the album that was that was that was kind of a trend back then though wasn't it yeah well it was but you know the whole center pride record yeah it's very 80s sounding you know yeah for sure it's over overblown overdone too much strings and brass and girls back and vocals it's it's pretty, yeah, it's like a kitchen sink productions on it, of its time. Yes. Um, it suffers because of it, you know. I think so. so. Yeah, so I wanted to do Love Create the way me and Mickey initially wrote it, which is like a 60s kind of garage band thing, you know. Oh, that's right, yeah, you did that, you did that way back when, didn't you? My yeah. word, that's 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 probably the, the, one of the first things that you ever wrote, isn't it, that? Yeah, well, it was the first song that we wrote me and Mickey wrote Force and a Pride, but uh, it was, you know, it was 82, we wrote that, 82. We, we actually wrote for a fifth band that we had we for a short while called the Wesleys. That's right, the Wesleys, yeah, and trying yeah. try, try to get any material by the Wesleys is like unicorn poo, so it's... Uh... Yeah, well, <laughs> well, watch this space, I might put it out someday. I'm you should, you should, crook it on Bandcamp. Yeah, I know, we did three shows in the pub in Derry, uh, two, two in the pub, one in an art gallery, and I recorded it on my dodgy... Uh -huh. Sony Walkman or whatever it was, so uh, um, it's you know it's rough and ready, but I might. Get, every, Brian wants me to put it out actually. Brian on for the next double disc thing. That'll be cool. Um, I know, but it's just mostly covers to be honest. Mostly covers of Nuggets, the when the Lenny K's Nuggets songs from that. But anyway, back to Love Parade. Love Parade yes. was written for the Wesleys, and um, I do have the recording of us doing Love Parade for the first time. At, in this pub and it's fantastic it's really really good so that's the version that I did for for my solo thing it's much faster and oh great. Yeah. great great and great. it's better I think it's better well I'd be, I'd be sorry to hear if you thought it wasn't after you know revisiting it and re retooling <laughs> it and repurposing it yeah yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> it took me 30 years or whatever to get it right <laughs> you're a pretty meticulous guy it took you three decades to sort that one out So um, yeah, so and then I did uh, yeah, and then Law Mark and Compulsion was a demo, four track demo, which I always loved. It was kind of like it was, it's the original four track, so I didn't change that at all. I just that's exactly as it was, um, and that's got a charm that again that the undertones, uh, sorry, that pet motion didn't really capture on Kevin Crazy. So so those three songs plus uh, new songs plus instrumentals and yeah. Um, it was just great to get it out, you know. Well, there was, there was Everlasting Breath as well, of course, right? 
Everlasting, yeah, everlasting, yeah. Cause, um, oh, sorry, everlasting breath. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm getting mixed up. No yes, worries. Everlasting breath is <clears throat> is sorry, you know, because I'm in another music project called the Everlasting Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know if you know that. I do. I do. Ever, everlasting breath was a great song from in late Petrol's days that never made it on Final Flame. It should have really on our last album. I think so. Um, so I did a few versions of that. I did a version with a girl singer about a few years later with um, she's called Athena. We we put it as a really obscure label called Toy Factor. I think it came out in Japan. Um, the band, the project name was X Valdez, which was not a great name for the band. But <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> Sank without a trace. Boom <laughs> <laughs> boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It didn't uh, didn't set the world on fire, but anyway, um, it was a good version. It was okay. But then I've always wanted to do a ver- my version of it with me singing on. So I think. The definitive version is now on my solo album. Great, so I can actually ask you that you're, you're happy with it now. Absolutely. Good. That's the way it should have been, the way it is. Yeah, it's better. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about you noodling in the house, if that even is a word. Uh, um, what, yeah. what kind of guitar are you picking up? Because um, um, you are a multi-talented fellow, you, you, can, you can go left or right. So what, what, <laughs> what, do you, what do you prefer to play? Well, it, it depends on my mood. Yeah. At the moment, I'm playing a lot of acoustic actually. Yeah. Because um, a lot of some some of the songs I've been re- uh, been doing are kind of uh, folky uh, Irish traditional, even very different from previous stuff. Um, with kind of you know Irish melodies. Um, so I, I'm that go, that's just a phase, you know. I can change again and go back to electric. Um, so yeah, I'm playing. See, I bought this. Um, Second-hand guitar recently, acoustic guitar, which is really nice. So it's not a, it's not a Gibson or a Takamine. It's just a, it's a sovereign something for whatever. But it's got a lovely sound. So it's kind of getting. I really like the. I just love the sound of uh, steel strings. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, resonant, resonating. So I'm kind of. That's where I am at the moment. But then, I can change again, you know. And also, I've got my vibes set up again. Oh, have you? Okay, well, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Cause Firephones take up a lot of space. (laughs) You stick it in front of the TV, it doesn't really work, does it? (laughs) So it's kind of used as a table as well as a (laughs) musical (laughs) instrument. I love, I'm I'm really into high-pitched sounds and bells and, you know, um, uh, I even bought a, what just recently I got a a kalimba. Yeah. You know, an African piano. Um, I just, you know, I just, anything that makes it kind of poppy, Things poppy, um, I'm really indie. So um, yeah, I'm just messing about with percussion and things like that as well. What about what about uh, you mentioned your daughter? Yeah. Musical inclinations there? Oh, she's 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 well, she's very shy, but she's got uh, she's definitely got a great ear. She's a lovely singer, I think. Um, she's she does sing on the solo album. She sings on that I didn't know. Oh, of course, you don't have it. I'll point it out to you when I send you the tracks. Okay? Oh, that'd be love. I'd just love, love to know because uh, it's always it's always interesting to, to to know how genetics works in the world of the creative to see if it skips generations <laughs> or it, it oozes through osmosis to the next generation. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's she is very kind of um, she, she's very shy, so she's not a performer. Right. Really, so she she just plays for she plays ukulele and guitar herself. So. Uh, at home, on her own. So, uh, but I'm, 
you know, I'm trying to coax her to do a bit more. Good, good. Yeah, the confidence that that, that I'm sure comes because I mean, even even the best, even the best of you get stage fright. You know, it's just one of those yeah. things. If you're not nervous, there's something wrong with you. I think. Definitely. Um, now, I was going to ask you, um, I'm, I'm going from pillar to post here, there's no particular order. Yes, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I love the, the old Die Totenhosen um, uh, teenage kicks. All right, yeah. Now, how, did, they, did they just ring you up one day? How did that happen? All right, well, we, we, no, we, we knew them anyway. We've, we've played, we've done a few festivals with the Totenhosen over the years, yeah. to have the undertones. Um, so we became, well, you know, sort of mutual friends, really. We, yeah. We, you know, sometimes when we'd play in Germany, where we're uh, they'd come and see us and That's say cool. hello and all. But um, yeah, um, they they just contacted me. Oh, this is good. This is about three years ago now. Yes. Um, saying they were doing another covers album because the first previous one did really well. Yeah. Came out years ago, so um, Tastecakes was on it and they wanted me to play. So yeah, I jumped at the chance and. Went up to Wood Green Studios up there and um, did it in what one hour or whatever. Just knocked it off. It was really quick. Yeah, it's yeah, just great, nice guys. Really, really nice guys. Yeah, by all accounts, they're lovely guys. I mean, it's it's just one of those things that seems to resonate in the industry. But I, I just I just particularly love that love that version because it's. It, it's of course it's a, it's a it's a classic in every sense of the word, but to hear a different version with with actually a proponent from the original that that keeps its authenticity but has a slightly that's, different different yeah. slant to it. it that's was, cool. It's yeah. a pretty cool thing, that's um, for sure. Yeah, and they're also um, what I really like um, uh, Campino is a Campino, the singer. He's yeah. he really they're, they're politically sound. You know, they're really left. Good, good old lefties. He's really, uh, he's with the people, so to speak. Uh, really. Well, a German, the German, them. the German Chumbawamba. You know, they're just they've got it all right. Yeah, they've absolutely. Got, they've got it sorted. Yeah, the massive respect. Sorry. And they're they're massive. I mean, you couldn't you believe it. they just play stadium tours. They're so so big, and I admire them. I just really admire them. Yeah, because they've not wavered, have they at all? They've, no, they've, they've they stopped. haven't changed the principles at all. No. Exactly. Yeah, top top stuff. And and I want to ask you also about. Um, a small label which didn't have much of a, a repertoire, uh, despite grand designs, was Pop Tones. Of course, when 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 Alan Alan yeah. Alan came back on the scene, um, second time round, as, as as it were. Um, what what what's your relationship with McGee and 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 the old Creation Stable? Was that something that, that you were approached uh, for, or was do do you, do you know each other, or yeah? That... Well, we we did know each other. I mean, Alan, we originally this is um, not people don't know this. That put in motion when we just formed. We were supposed to put out our first single on Creation. I didn't know our that. First, yeah, yeah. Our first single was called Keen, and um, they, Alan, we knew Alan through a mutual friend of ours, and we met him a few times and stuff. And he, he was, you know, Jason and Mary Chambers starting to get big, and um, he, he, yeah, he said, okay, we'll we'll put your single out. Unfortunately, they didn't have the money at the time. To, for us to go in the studio and they kept postponing us and no well give us an arm of no so we got fed up waiting so we ended up doing it uh under another label called pink pink records yes um and you know and then that was it we we didn't go we we then went on to demon after that so so yeah we we had our chance with creation we did we didn't take it so years later of course um you know i didn't really kind of lost touch with alan to be honest then oasis now got huge and all that stuff but he, um, uh, he, he, I think he heard some 
demos of mine or something through I think it was through uh, Kevin Shields. Oh okay. Because I'm a good I'm a good friend of Kevin's and Kevin obviously knows Alan very well. Yeah. So uh, Alan became interested and he heard some stuff from me. He yeah he just basically he offered to put out my quiet quiet revolution stuff um, on pop tones and I jumped jumped at the chance because. Um, the advance was pretty good. It was like ten thousand pounds or something, and I was broke. Blimey! So I couldn't, I couldn't turn it down. I really couldn't turn it down. Um, so I was just pleased to get it out. It was great. Oh, I um, bet, I bet. It was, it was a, a very, very small amount of releases that ultimately came to fruition on that label, but yeah. really, really great stuff. I mean, the, yeah. the, the Nick Laird Cloud stuff that came out that he did uh, as Mona Lisa's yeah. Overdrive, all that, that that was just stunning stuff as well. That was really good. Yeah, it's a real shame the label didn't take off, you know. It is, real, it is. Uh, I, I don't know what was responsible for that, but it was just... Maybe it was just a timing thing. It was during the transition. It was. It was. It was kind yeah. of, kind of during the transition of the demise of the industry to to digital, really, and it happened around that time. Yeah, t- I think you're right. The timing was was bad. Yeah, a, a little bit um, off. Yeah, it's a real shame. But you know, I I didn't care. For me, I didn't care that the label folded or or I didn't sell any. I just I was so so pleased to get that somebody was interested in putting it out, and you know, and it was very different from from what I'd done before, but it was, it was just, it showed another side of what I can do. Which, Absolutely. Which yeah, I mean, it was great for your own personal CV and for your own, for your own... Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I play, I sometimes play it, now and it does, some of it sounds a bit dated, but some tracks, instrumental, some, you know, tracks on that, which still hold up for me, anyway, I think. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And, and I was going to ask you about um, Mr. Sean O'Hagan. Ah, Mr. Sean, yeah. A real musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to say anything remotely like that, but I mean, he, he knows he knows his onions, doesn't he, Sean O'Hagan? So. Oh God, he 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 knows his onions is an understatement. Um, I hate going out with Sean because you know if someone's if he hears something on the radio or he hears music in the background, he'll start, you know, he'll basically go go into a complete conversation about how what's going on here musically and blah 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 and his influences and blah blah it's too much it's just encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> Apart, yeah, and, then, and then you add Arsenal Football Club to that and it's like okay I don't want to go out, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go out with him anymore <laughs> he's a massive Arsenal fan yeah he'll either belittle you with musical knowledge or, or bore the tears of you with, with Arsenal Football Club <laughs> you know he's, he's married to a Tottenham Fan, fanatic oh. as well. Well, that must be that must be an interesting dynamic twice yeah. a, twice a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Separate bedrooms and the whole thing. And um, there's also I'd also like just to just to touch upon briefly. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Andy Ramsey, um, of yeah. course, who is uh, who knows knows his stuff, and and yeah. and, and uh, Mr. Paul Tipler as well. Is, were these were these chaps that um, you've known for a while? No, no, I don't. I no. <clears throat> again, I met I met Andy through Sean. Okay. Basically, I, I asked Sean, uh, "Can you recommend any studios?" And he says, "Oh yeah, the great studio near because me and Sean live near. We both live in Peckham, so we're very close to each other." Okay. And uh, Press Play Studios, which Andy owns, is not. It's only like 50, twenty minute bike bike ride, bicycle ride Smashing. from here. So uh, when I, I went, that's where I did that Trapped in the Cage single I was telling about previously. Oh, okay, so, the same studio. Yeah. So I loved, I loved the studio, really got on with Andy. Great guy. And I made a big stereo lab fan anyway. Yeah. So it was 
very very impressed with Andy and he's, he's a really great great engineer producer so um, then I met Paul through Andy Paul Tickler Paul mixed remixed about five songs on my solo album and Andy did the rest so yeah great uh, a great great studio great people and I'm definitely you know when all this is done and dusted if we ever can get out again let's get back to you and, and um, what, what's next because you, you mentioned that you are putting stuff to tape right now taking advantage of some newfound yeah. spare time um, in, in the hopes that you can put together a new uh, a new full length is that the, is that the, the, the grand design yeah that's for, for for the monotones thing anyway also yeah I've just done me and Billy Doherty from the undertones we've um, just finished um, we did a four track track so four tracks with um, collaboration with this American girl band pop band called the called baby shakes baby shakes kind of like uh, they're from New York baby shakes they're kind of like a power pop band from New York cool who we met in America uh, you know a couple of times in the last couple of tours we've done um, they've basically they came over to Derry this is all being done in Derry and we yeah. recorded four tracks and they're four tracks are basically it's weird they've done Sweet and Sour which is from my monotones right yeah but they've, it's it's actually improved. We've changed the arrangement and made it more shorter and more of a like a single, you know, two, three minute, two and a half minute pop single. Punchy single, yeah. Um, then we we also did much too late, which is a, my song that the the undertones did for Record Store Day back in. That's right. That's fourteen. Yeah, yeah, that's that's on that's on the, the second side. And yeah. it's also on the, the monotones. <laughs> it's like I'm revisiting my past all the time. Yep. But uh, it this again this is a this is a great version. It's a different version, but it's better again with girls who's girls sing it. A different um, different dynamic, yeah. Different di- dynamic basically. Uh, there's a new track which I wrote, um, called New Rebellion. Um, it's more of a chanty kind of thing, but the, again, it's it's I'm ex- really excited about that because it's kind of sound yeah sounds a bit like I don't know. The Shangri-Las meets the fall. <laughs> oh, well, 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 well. Yeah, I've got, really got to stop you right really there. Good. Well, the fall, yeah. the, the, the show that I do here, which has been going on for quite some time, I have a, several special features on the show, one of which is the obligatory fall art, play a track by the fall every week. In, in, yeah. you know, it's, it's one of those marmite things, of course. You either love it or you hate it, but I'm not going to stop playing the obligatory fall art, but the fall mixed with the Shangri-Las is, is making my little <laughs> brain, is, is making my brain hurt. <laughs> You'll probably hear it and you go, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to imagine Brick Smith getting all Shangri-La-ish and then adding that to the oh, mix. Oh, yeah, Brick Smith's. Yeah, it's, see, I love that period with Brick Smith. Oh, what? Favorite. Yeah. Isn't it the best? Because she brought that pop element to them. I must say, I mean, you'd be vilified like I have been over the past by by saying that. Like the beggars, essentially the beggar's banquet days, really. Um, just, just wonderful, wonderful days where... She, I believe, was the catalyst to pushing Mark, one of the few people that could actually push Mark in different directions. And she did a, I don't know, her, her era, I, I agree with you implicitly, she's been on the show about three times, and, and she's one of the most giving giving individuals musically that I've ever come across. And she, she makes no bones about her being a conduit for music. Hey, Dara. Hey, the wonders of the internet, eh? Yeah, sorry. You know what, it's hard. It's... The, pr- the fault is here. We our internet connection has been so bad recently, so I think it 
it just died there. Um, but it's okay now because I'm on. Um, we I was using the Wi-Fi local Wi-Fi here, but I'm now on mobile data, so it'll be fine. Okay, well, I won't um, keep you too much longer, but we're talking about Brick Smith. Okay. I don't know where I got yeah, cut Bricks. off. Yeah, but the, the beggars' days were something else, weren't they? Oh, weren't they? I loved them. I loved them then. Uh, funny enough, I didn't, I didn't appreciate it then, though. I didn't see them back back with Bricks. I wish I did. Well, you're, really. too, you're too flipping busy. <laughs> 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 I'm on the former plane every, virtually every week. Every week in every city, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's no way I could I could couldn't have missed them, you know. But I didn't I did, unfortunately. But yeah, I got to meet Bricks like years later, um, you know, when she put out her book and stuff and and she it turned out <laughs> of course she she's a massive undertones fan, of course. Huge. Huge massive. Yeah. So she was she was like you know, I was like really overawed meeting her and she, was vice versa. She's like, oh, Damien, and all this. <laughs> yeah, she's she's lovely. She's been on the program about three times, and, and she yeah. she's she's the first to admit that she's a conduit for music. Like she's really she's really yeah. um, ethereal. If you really want to sort of push push the envelope yeah. a little bit, and and it's fascinating talking to her because she makes no bones about her being this filter for 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 what's out there, and she channels it. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Are you, and I really like. I really like uh, the extra kid. There's some some great tracks on their albums. I was just going to ask you what you thought of that because I mean, again, I've been vilified being you know being a full fan since 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 the first record, but appreciating and at least in my my my, my estimation, along with you, that the the beggars days were the, were the best. Having said that, uh, there are a lot of people that uh, have, have have shunned me for my opinion because they they call themselves purists, as it were. And they feel uh, they feel that Bricks yeah. was 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 a Yoko esque in, in uh, Yoko esque influence, which I find stag- oh, staggering. Isn't it? No, Tom, I'm in your camp there, Darren. No fucking way. She's, she's <laughs> she was really a... influential to yeah. Marky Smith. Made him write better. And, and just yeah, she he, she brought the pop the pop age to the fall, which is what they you know, which is my favorite time. It is those beggars records are brilliant. Well, it's heady days, absolutely heady days, yeah. and it coincided with 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 all due respect, some of uh, of of TPE's best works as well. I mean, it was it was it was yeah. it was it was a great era for music. Full stop. I, I, let's let's just call it a five or six year period for sake of argument. Yeah. Okay. And it was uh, it was one of those things on, on on a Monday or Tuesday where you went down and you just. Was spoiled for choice. You didn't have enough money to buy what you wanted to buy. Essentially, you yeah. just didn't have enough money in burning a hole in your pocket. You had to, you had to make concessions or hope that your friend bought something that you could tape. Of course, that you hadn't bought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all did that. <laughs> yes, we all did that because you, you know, it was, it was the it was the only way really. Um, yeah. I was just wondering. Um, I won't keep you too much longer, but it's fascinating talking to you. Uh, just wondering what, what you're listening to. Are you listening to anything contemporary-wise, or, or are you uh, harping back to the past? Because, I mean... Um, yeah, oh, God. Just wondering Part, what's, uh, what's yeah. on the O'Neill turntable type thing. Yeah, oh, God, you got me there. Oh, I'm... I'm every, every, mostly past stuff. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> but, let's see. Any, uh, it'd be good to give a contemporary thing. It's funny, it took me... It took me a while to get into um, Fontaine's DC because they're they're a big noise over here, you know. Yes. The Dublin band, and I wasn't, I wasn't that good band. But then, just funny enough, the last couple of weeks, they pay more attention, and especially to lyrics. And now they're really, I can get it. I'm starting to get it. It's kind of okay. Oh, good. There's someone really, really special here. Really, really good. Um, I I like I said, you know, I told you I kind of. I like I've been like listening to folk stuff as well. Like there's 
there's um, there's a good there's a good band called This Is the Kid. Oh, they're fantastic, uh, aren't they? They're you, a great band. You know her? Oh yes. She, she's, we've we've seen her a few times perform. This is a, a good few years now, but every time we've seen her, she's amazing. I really like her records. Um, that was well, the band really. Is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, Rosie Plain, who plays bass for her, she does some great solo stuff as well. Yeah, Rosie her Plain. Her solo stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of kind of funky stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Um, and I just go back and you know I've still this still um, Gilly Evans. I still love the sort of Jetta era jazz. Yeah. Uh, Sun Ra. Uh, I don't know. No, I was just curious because I mean, you're a guitarist. I wonder, you know, someone who's as good as you on on, on a guitar. You, you, I mean, who, who do you listen to and and, and 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 bow down to and go, my God, if only. Uh, my, okay, my, my favorite. Okay, I'd say favorite soulful guitar player has got to be Peter Green. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, Peter Green, for just for tone, I love Peter Green's guitar playing. Um, then you have oh god sorry to put you on the spot it's just it's just purely yeah. curious um, no not at all um, you know obviously you can appreciate people like Johnny Marr and yeah the, Johnny like incredible guitar players I'm but I, I like maybe it's, it's okay Peter Green, Peter Green obviously it's it's you know everybody used to talk about Clapton and whatever yeah. and I was like same old, same old, no though, isn't it? No, not a patch in Peter Green. Um, I love, I mean, Stones, I still love the Stones. We always, Undertones grew up with the Stones, you know. So, Mick Taylor and Keith Richards, that era, Stones, yes. I yes. love. Um, oh, God, I don't know. Well, that's enough. I mean, it, I just want to get an idea because, of course, yeah, sure. you know, everybody bows down to somebody at some point, and it's always it's always good to know who in, you know influences or who, who who's held in esteem by by, by other people as well. Because it's uh, yeah. sometimes you get dutifully surprised by the answer. That's for <laughs> sure. I, I was wondering if you could kindly <clears throat> uh, choose three three songs off the uh, off the LP to surround this this wonderful feature because. Uh, uh, I could quite quite handily upon upon receipt the record you know pick it m myself. But what, do you, what would you like me to play? What three songs? Uh, okay, uh, Angels in Tacoma Street. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, because that's one of my favourites. Um, Mondania Dream, as well. Okay. And let me see. Just get it up here. I forget. <laughs> get all the well, there are, there are twelve tracks. I know that much. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Let's see. It's got Mel and that I suppose Everlasting Breath as well. Yeah. There you go. And um, so they're three slow, slowish tracks. Yeah. Fantastic. And um, next time we're going to see you is uh, is when? When do you think there's going to be something? Uh, additional to this because this is I'm being a greedy bugger of course right now because you want to just release this but do you think that uh, with what you've got in the can and what you've been working on do you think the uh, the baby shake stuff when's all this stuff going to come to fruition good question about the baby shakes I really don't know obviously it's <clears throat> kind of that's a Billy's Billy's driving that one he's, he's, he's paying for all the studio work and all so oh okay okay he it, 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 I, I personally I, I keep advising them just that we should put it out of ourselves you know um, but then there's other new tracks 
that I wrote, the old tracks that I've had that I kept over from, from the Monotones record that Baby Six have heard and I want to do as well. Oh. We, it's a continuous, it, you know, it could be an LP. Oh, that's wonderful. That'd be great. If there's, if there's enough material, that's great. There's eight tracks. There's eight tracks at the moment. There might, we can make a ten, maybe, and that should be enough, I think, for an LP. Oh, for sure. So, but, again, that's all time and money, so maybe we'll just put out an EP in the meantime or a single or something. I'm just dying, so dying no to hear idea. these. Unfortunately, Dara, when that's going to happen. Oh, that, well, thanks for being so honest. It's just I'm just looking yeah. forward to it. It just sounds... It just sounds amazing, especially with your uh, your aforementioned analogy there, which has got my head spinning still. <laughs> um, just one, one last question about the LP itself, in terms of the, the, the vinyl release and sequencing, was that was yeah. that was that a real chore to, to come up with the sequencing? For monotones, no, not no. at all. I, I'm kind of good at that. Uh, yeah. I do. I've been doing that with. Um, I mean, I did it with undertones re-releases re, re yes. the best ofs and all I've been mastering and then yeah. sequencing it and so you kind of get experience which which works for good first song second song last song on the vinyl blah blah no I can't I enjoy all that it's kind of easy oh it's, it's oh, it comes easy that's great I'm sure for, for a lot of people I know for a fact it's an unmitigated struggle to come up with it for, for a t even even an eight tracker they, they find it immensely difficult to, to sequence it but if you've got no problem then you've got no problem you're one of the lucky ones <laughs> i was going to ask you one last question and it's completely unrelated to your uh, your your uh, your musical craft and it's and it's about it's about biscuits um and bis bis biscuits are very culturally um especially craggy during the lockdown biscuits have gained even more prominence but hypothetically, you're around my place after playing a successful gig and you've got a warm beverage in your hand and I come out of the pantry with, with uh, what's called the magic biscuit tin and you can choose any biscuit on God's green earth, past, present or even future. <laughs> what, what, bis what? What, what biscuit would you choose? Uh, God, what a question! That's the hardest question you've asked. <laughs> it's, it's always it stumps everybody, and it's just you know, what's your favourite biscuit? Essentially. Uh, okay, well, it's, I guess it's got to be chocolate digestive. Now, can I qualify that as milk or plain? Oh no, definitely milk. Okay, there you go. Don't like I don't like dark chocolate, so not plain milk. Perfect. That's good chocolate. to know. I've got this really. Um, I, I, the, the audience is sick of me telling telling the. The interviews about this, but I've got this uh, intricate infographic that has every artist adjacent to their biscuit of choice that I've been putting together for God knows how many years. I will, uh, I will send you dutifully a copy of that infographic with you placed beautifully next to a chocolate, a milk chocolate uh, digester. Wonderful. And you can see Wonderful. whose company in whose company you stand. But uh, <coughs> in, in the meantime, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being so accommodating. It's been it's been Not brilliant. Not at all, Dara. Yeah, and great, uh, so good. Keep safe. Please do. I'm in Ottawa. I'm in I'm in the capital. Uh, we're just Ottawa, so between Montreal and Toronto. I, I don't think you've ever yeah. played here, to be honest. Or have you played no, here? I'm not quite sure. I, um, I've seen you in Toronto. I think I've seen you in Toronto. Um, Maybe I've, it's, I've seen you so many times. It's hard to remember where I've seen you. I mean, I can list off the Liverpool's, Manchester, Leeds, Birmingham's, and all that stuff. But when it's over here, I can tell you, I've seen you in Regina. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was that still sticks in my mind as being a, a great gig because very rarely did you get to see the likes of yourselves in an in, in an environment where there was so. Uh, few people at the front where I could actually get to the front, get to the bloody front <laughs> but on that note please stay safe and, and all the best to you and, and hopefully we can reconvene after the next record and, and share that with everybody as well definitely okay Darren magic all the best take care of yourself take care okay bye bye, -bye.
What a sterling chap Damien O'Neill is. Thank you, sir, for your uh, input and your time and your generosity. Much appreciated. One more song, and if you're paying attention, you'll know that it's going to be Mundanian Dream. <laughs>
Mundanian Dream. Damien O'Neill and the Monotones off the new LP, Refit, Revise, Reprise, available everywhere. Damien-O'Neill-O-N-E-I-L-L.com is where you can keep track of everything that Damien's up to. And that is a lot, by the way. My thanks to him, of course. My thanks to you for listening. My thanks to the Milk Chocolate Digestive as well. Uh, Please do recommend the programme to somebody who you think is in need of some musical assistance or someone who actually has a musical taste but just hasn't discovered the programme yet. I'd be very grateful if you could pass on the word. And uh, on that note, be safe, be well, adhere to common sense, and I'll be back next week with a thousand-yard stare.